Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Why are you calling my phone again? Look, I told you this was over. about the 80-20 rule 
And um, he kind of put this in my head, so I'm going to give props to him. Um, well, see, for, for, I'm going to... I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to jump on you a little bit because you know I only Uh-oh. had like sixty minutes. I only had like sixty minutes to really kind of get an idea of what the hell you talked about. And you know, I mean, I know I'm good in terms of being able to be prepared for a show and whatnot, but you know, sixty minutes is kind of close. So you know, I had to go ahead and look this up real quick because the eighty twenty rule that I know had nothing to do with relationships. So it was business. Had, so it was business. I, yeah. It, it, so I had to, you know, so a brother had to go ahead and kind of jump on the net real quick. Google is your friend, of course. <laughs> and I, I, I learned something today. Yeah, and I don't know how to, I, I don't know how to feel about that, to be real with you. Um, okay. Okay. So the 80-20 rule that I understand as opposed to relationships is, that you don't get all 100% of your relationship, that you that there is going to be a 20% that is lacking. And it's that 20% that you go searching for within another person, as, as I understand it. Right. It is that 20% that sometimes um, becomes that focal point, and then once you make that decision, you realize you had a whole lot more going the other direction than what you got this direction. See, now this is this is where I was calling that bullshit because that's bullshit. You know, that whole that whole eighty twenty rule nonsense that they were talking about is just really just a time time honored tradition of the grass is always greener on the other side. For the I'm sorry, could you repeat that for those of us who didn't hear you? Okay, what I said was that eighty twenty <laughs> rule that you talked about is the time-honored cliche of the grass is always greener on the other side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's why I was sitting there looking a little dumbfounded. And I didn't, yeah, you know, well, that one, that one don't sell movie tickets, boo. I ain't worried about it selling movie tickets. Far but as that's with Tyler, Tyler Perry. That's a Tyler Perry phrase from his movie. And, see, that's the other and so it became a big old thing. And that's the reason why I call that other bullshit, because he's a fucking hypocrite. But that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but, you know, he had, what happens when you do writing or, or, or you write a script? You take something that's already there and you morph it into something new. So he took that 80-20 rule from the business world and he twisted and turned it so it fit into a great line, a great scene, and made his movie. That's what that was. And the whole and basis that's... of that movie was the grass seems greener, at least for that couple. And he's still a fucking hypocrite, but that's a whole different thought. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump off of that. I'm going to jump off of that, and I'm going to jump into, since we're discussing this particular kind of concept or whatever. Um, yeah. The, because I found it the, interesting that the guy was saying, you know, not so much he want to talk about that, but he was just saying in a relationship, you know, is it fair or do you? Do you address the 20? Do you try to change the 20? Do you try to make the 20 um, a priority? Is it worth it? And so, you know, I thought that was interesting. And this is a married guy, so it was interesting to hear his perspective being married because he's already accepted her as she is. However, 
the twenty on your mind. So why you want to talk about it? You know. The twenty's on his mind because he was willing to ignore it during the courting phase, and now that patience has eroded to nothing, and now he's gotten to the point where what it, what no longer what what he thought was cute is now irritating. So you're saying the eighties starts to dwindle? No, I say the eighty was always there. Yeah. And the twenty was forgot about. The eighty was actually okay. soon to be the one hundred. Mm-hmm. Because okay. they were willing, because the person that's willing to accept quote unquote all of their spouse or all of their partner lied at the beginning. Yeah, I okay. said they lied at the beginning. They lied <laughs> they, they... because they lied because. They were willing to put up with the bullshit for as long as they felt they could, until they no mm-hmm. longer had the patience. Because the you know the grind of a relationship will wear you down, and eventually that that relationship representative that I always spoke about the whole time we've been mm-hmm. doing this show slowly stepped away into the shadows, and the real person showed up. And when the real person showed up, all that. You know, I accept everything that this person is became a fallacy. Okay. And it was a fallacy. It was a fallacy from the jump because if you're honest with yourself, you don't accept all of a person from the jump. You don't accept all of a person at the time that you say, I do. You learn to accept the whole of a person over time, not the other way around. So when you get to a point where you're hearing somebody say, well, you know, you're focusing on that other 20% that supposedly wasn't there, but now it's there, that's because you were lying to begin with. Okay. I told you it was going to be that kind of day. I'm willing to listen, and, and I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, fit all that together because I personally, you know, I I do believe in the concept, like you said, the grass is always greener. And I I am a lot different than some women. And I think it's that that compassionate part of me that just everybody gets, doesn't matter who it is, every kind of relationship I have, that compassionate part of me kind of allows gray area and everything. That's what my best friends, I mean, that's what anybody and in that gray area with me, I have a hard time um, not giving some um, understanding, I guess, to the whole 20% issue. Or the, the, the rationale or even um, justifying that 20% issue. Because it's gonna be there, like it's gonna happen. You're not gonna get a big relationship where they do everything. They, you know, they they shit rainbows. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, but a mature relationship has to focus on how do you address it when that twenty um, percent creates the problem. 
what do you do then? Do you say, oh, we're done. All the 80, I don't care what all the 80 gave us, it's over. Because you messed up on this 20% side. <laughs> yeah, like I say, um, the, the bottom line is you're trying to figure out what exactly are you willing to put up with? What are you willing to suffer for? Is that person worth you suffering for when it comes to some of the things that they either have done, whether they are doing some of the courts that they're dealing with, some of their idiosyncrasies, all of the shit that you're supposed to figure it out before you got to a more permanent relationship status is the stuff you should have figured out before you got to the more permanent relationship status. Otherwise, you step to the side and you let someone else deal with what you couldn't deal with. That's the mature mm-hmm. way to do it. But we are not mature when it comes to affairs of the heart. Same thing is that we're not, we're not mature when it comes to affairs of the flesh and libido. People mm-hmm. want to be territorial. People want to claim. They want to possess. They don't want to love. There's mm-hmm. a whole diff- there, there's a different there's a difference in that. When you understand that you're not possessing someone and that you're actually loving them for who they are and what they are, you don't worry about whatever 20% you're supposed to be lacking because you already accept what what's already in front of you. But I'll tell you what's not mature. Oh, who's not mature? Say again. I said Val's question was who's not mature. Is that to me or is that to Shakir? Because you're not in the chat room right now. I don't want to know if she's talking to you. I'm literally, like, on the fly, like, moving around the house and whatnot, trying to take care of some things while I'm doing the show as well, as well. So I'm not anywhere near the chat room today. She said what age is mature. <laughs> it's not a matter of age. It's a matter of mentality. I got people in their 50s that ain't nowhere near as mature as some of the people that I know in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is a mindset. It's a mindset that hopefully someone has attained through different friendships that they may have developed, you know, and things of that nature. There are people who are more willing to accept everything good, bad, or indifferent about their best friend than they will about their husband or their or, or their wife. Mm-hmm. That alone is a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know what? I wonder, because when I think about um, – the different lifestyles that people, you know, um, you got that traditional normal and then you got the other lifestyles, whatever they may be. And I think about the level of responsibility, the level of communication that the alternate lifestyles have to have to own in order to to participate in those lifestyles because you have to communicate. It's like you don't have a choice but to tell people this is what I do and you accept me because I do this or not, and then this is how we participate in this, and if you're uncomfortable, you need to let me know this is how we handle these situations. I mean, there's so much communication in those lifestyles, and it's, it's almost like this normal, traditional lifestyle leaves so much hidden and so much uncertainty and so much assumed 
then it's hard to have a healthy one. It's, it's harder to have a healthy traditional lifestyle than it is to have an alternative lifestyle because you got to talk. you got to talk. And this is the only one, that traditional lifestyle is the only one that you just get to say, well, it's understood, so this is how I'm going to roll. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and this is this is by no means saying that, you know, those of us that live alternative lifestyles are doing things any better than what people are doing in the mainstream. It's just that it's just that we have we have no choice because of the level of the level of risk that is involved. You know, the things that we do can be uh can be misinterpreted by law enforcement. They can be they can be misinterpreted by the courts if you're in family court or if you're in divorce court or anything along those lines. You know, we have to know who we're dealing with because we're giving up so much of what we are to that person. You know, and that's the thing. People, you you can hide within a within a mainstream relationship, so to speak. You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be. You can hide who you are for years on end if you really want to. How many times have we heard about women who said that they didn't know that their their husband had another wife in another state mm-hmm. because they don't ask because they don't ask simple questions. Where are you going? What's the business trip? You know what? You know how do I get in contact with you if there's an emergency while you're on your business trip? Things like that that people take for granted are things that we cannot take for granted because of the fact of if something does go wrong, then what? You know, you don't leave people in a twisted in the wind because there are so many things that you have to deal with in terms of what happens if that person passes away. Now you've got to figure out, okay, if they hear what they are from their family, now you've got to be the one to try and cover up the tracks while they're, you know, mm-hmm. as, they're, as, they've, as they've died. You know, as far as that is, you know, it's just it's just a matter of understanding the maturity of a relationship. And not everybody is meant to be in a relationship. Let's get that real, too. The problem is everybody's still stuck on this romanticism of there's someone mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and because that- I think ahead. it's the whole romanticism of a relationship, period. Mhm. You know, yeah, everybody because... wants, and 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 I understand. I understand that you know, there's there's this there's this relational concept where you want to come home to someone that's got your back. You've been out in the world and you're dealing with all the bullshit that you're dealing with, and you want to at least have that one person that's been in your corner or that is in your corner. I accept that. I get that. However, there's a responsibility that you have to that person who is trying to have your best interests at heart. You can't just use them as some sort of crutch where you have a bad day and now all of a sudden you want to lean on that person. Who's to say that that person didn't have just as bad a day as you did and you need to be that crutch that they need to be on. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that's the possession that I'm referring to. That is the inequality that within a regular relationship people don't understand. And I guess my whole thing with the whole um, the romanticism of these relationships is that that whole expectation where you don't 
have to communicate because my perfect person already knows and understands this thing about me. And that everything, we can endure everything because um, it's meant to be. So we don't have to work. You know, I think sometimes when you romanticize these relationships, you feel like that means we don't have to work at it. It's, it's guaranteed. It is part of what we have because we have the perfect relationship. Because I was reading some of the thoughts right here, and I found it really interesting that, um, that you know, on this same thread where I'm asking about this 80-20, they got very different answers. And, you know, you're like, what if these two people hook up? And they both send their rest, but we got two totally different ideas. And then does that then create all of these um, negative ideas of dating or finding that perfect person or people in general, you know, because it doesn't allow for that anger. No, there there are no good men or all women play games, you know. Part of this that you guys aren't compatible, you know, it takes enough time to find out your compatibility. Well, when you're dealing when you're dealing with the type of relationship, especially now, that you're seeing from reality television, where where you're seeing from the celebrity culture, you know, unfortunately because they are the more fluent aspect of society, we tend to follow the trends that they set. So when it comes to uh, dealing with relationships, you know, they're they're going to be the ones that's going to be like, okay, well, it's cool to get married after a week. They were the celebrity culture was the one was were the first ones to really make that hip. You know, as far as mm-hmm. okay, I, I just met you at a party at, at an industry party somewhere, and then next thing you know, the tabloids are saying y'all have gotten married at, in Vegas the same week, and then you know, three months down the line, you've gotten divorced, and everybody's okay with. Mm-hmm. So now you have people that are like, "Well, I'm gonna find me a baller because this person came, you know, this person got up on the came on the come up, you know, as far as that was Kim Kardashian, as, as far as she's mm-hmm. concerned, she she did the one thing that 20 years ago would have been she would have been vilified for, mm-hmm. and that same thing that she would have been vilified for 20 years ago." Is the one thing that she is most famous for, and she continues to build her brand around. Because as much as she likes to not want to come, you know, even though she's a, she's a wife and a mother now, you know, before that, she was comp- she was capitalizing on her on her beauty, on her ability to attract men, on her ability to have men fawn over her and things of that nature. That mm-hmm. all spawned, that all spawned from a sex tape. Now, all of a sudden, everybody had to have a sex tape. Paris Hilton yep. had to have a sex tape. And it's, and it's and not frowned upon at all. It's, in fact, it it comes it comes on primetime television to discuss it. Shows that, yeah. you know, or day TV. But, you know, you can do day TV to discuss it if you want to. Exactly. You know, now, now this is... You can sit on a talk and talk about the latest sex video, you know, with kids and... You know, usually things couldn't happen between prime time. Couldn't talk about certain things, couldn't show certain things, and now, you know, it's decorating. We want the shock value. Yeah. So now you have that problem, and you have the rest of society following along with it. Now all of a sudden mm-hmm. you got women 
you got women trying to be the next groupie on the scene that can catch a whiz mm-hmm. or or they mm-hmm. can catch you know catch fifty cents slipping or be the next next the, the next May uh money Mayweather bitch or whatever the case may be. I mean mm-hmm. you got so got so many different trends that 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 the regular culture is trying to follow from the celebrity culture. That has what that that technically is what has influenced a lot of relationships at this point. Because now that you you know, when you hear about Denzel and Paula being married for almost thirty years, it's almost an anomaly now. You it know, is. when you hear about And then you, you know what? That. When you talk about it it gets such a negative a negative connotation. It's like it's amazing. People would rather tear those things apart and say, well, you know, he cheated on her. She just took it because it's the money. And I mean, they, they give it such a negative vibe that it's like, really? You can't just sit back and say, wow, look at black love. It's strong. It lasted. That's good. Of course they endured their own problems, whatever they are, whether they were cheating or not. It was just life, whatever. If that was, can't pay the phone bill this week. That's their personal issue that didn't that they did not allow to tear them apart. And instead yeah, of seeing it as a strength and a bond, people want to play that up. Yeah, and your next, you know, my next example would be Will and Jada Smith. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of their unconventional ways are, you know, at one point in time they were vilified, but now all of a sudden you're seeing more and more couples on a regular basis mimic a lot of what Will and Jada were doing, whether it was rumored or whether it was fact. You know, there was mm-hmm. there was rumor that they had there was rumor that they had a girlfriend in the in the equation. There was a rumor that they were swinging at one point in time. There was a rumor that they were you know within the whole Scientology thing or whatever the case may be that you know that that uh, that they were you know shunning God and all that other good stuff and whatnot. And then there was the whole thing about how they were raising their kids. You know, and, and for some strange reason, their 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 kids are more well adjusted than some of the idiots that I see and deal with on a daily basis. But all of a sudden, people start looking harder, they start looking longer, and then they start mimicking. And now all of a sudden, it's okay for couples to try and spice up their marriage. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. It is. You know, they they everybody's still trying to figure out how Swiss Beats ended up with his current wife and mm-hmm. being able to take a vacation with the ex-wife and everybody gets along. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, maybe maybe, maybe they figured out something that we hadn't figured out. You know, mm-hmm. who say, who's to say that they weren't mature about their relationship and realizing that, okay, maybe it might be about the kids that he has because, you know, mom and stepmom can't be at odds because then the, then the kids have to choose. And if the kids have to choose, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the traditional bit where, okay, mom and dad, are, excuse me, mom and dad have have divorced, and you're supposed to automatically hate the stepmom or automatically hate the stepfather. Right. And I don't know what we said, Shakira, but Ryan, he wants to talk. <laughs> That's perfectly fine by me. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm fine this evening. How are you? I'm getting better. Okay, what's going on, brother? What's going on, baby boy? What's uh, sitting up here. You look, you, you're sounding very professorial tonight. It's been that kind of night, bro. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. Does I'm, that I'm, mean I'm you have to come to on and mess that up? 
Well, no, 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 it's not that. I, I mean, I, I was with him. I, I'm, I'm sitting here agreeing with 98% of what he said until he got to the end. Now, Uh-oh. the one thing I would disagree with, and it may be semantics, it's just a little time difference, is that, yes, this is a newer phase, but I would say it goes a little further back than the last 20 years because we have to remember Marilyn Monroe got so dramatic. Oh, no, doubt. That Vixen character has always, not always, but has a lot. I mean, we can go back to Bill Thatcher. I mean, mm-hmm. so 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 that 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 has been a a, a a thing that has been around a little longer than that. And 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 lastly, what would you call adjusted? Because I don't think that my son walking around in a a skirt is adjusted. <laughs> okay, and, and it wasn't part of a movie. It was, it was, and I, I, I so so and adjusted. I don't know necessarily of my teenage daughter, mid teenage daughter in a bed with a man with no shirt on taking the picture is adjusted. So I mean, I'm not saying it is or it ain't. We got to define adjusted before we can continue that step. That's into. Oh, absolutely, and I I agree with you wholeheartedly in that regard. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that they're perfect. You know, but at the same time, there might be some things that they may have been able to figure out where those anomalies might be able to kind of be erased away. But unfortunately, in this culture, we we tend to accentuate the negative, and we accentuate mm-hmm. the negative in such a manner that we put a microscope on it, and then that's all we focus on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't disagree with that, um, but I still don't want my son wearing a sweater dress. I don't argue that point either, but at the same time, I will, you know, I wear kilts. So, you know, when, whenever we go to a fetish event or things of that nature, I wear a kilt, and I wear a kilt traditionally speaking. So it doesn't take away from my masculinity in terms of being able to wear a skirt, I mean, excuse me, a skirt, wearing a kilt as opposed to, you know, someone being, comfortable in their own skin to be able to wear a dress. I can't say that I would be that comfortable. However, because I know I've seen Scotsmen that have worn kilts and they're just as masculine as I am, it made it comfortable for me to wear one. I'm yeah, buying a I mean, kilt. I'm buying a kilt. No. I'm buying Please it. don't do yeah. that. Uh-huh. Please yeah, I'm don't do that. Yeah, I'm sending it to you. We want pictures. We actually want pictures. I'll be with that motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no. We want you to go ahead and... Bend at the waist, cross your ankles, and wear your coat. That's what we want. Send that picture. I ain't say wear it. Mm-mm. I don't know about that wear it stuff. I I clean a window with it or something. <laughs> and you supposed to have oh so and so. I wanted to add to that story that um, Chikay, you have sexy legs, darling. So it's all good. You can wear your coat. I got no problem with it, and she knows that. She knows that there are several brothers on that side of the fence that do that rock kills just like I do. That's right. Rock your kill. Okay, so I don't have, I, a, I don't have an issue it. with a gentleman, but I, I would think that it would be a cultural thing. That, you know what I mean? If that's part of your culture and that's how you uh, express yourself, then by all means. But when people are out the blue doing things for no reason it sends up alarm signals just to me. And I and and again I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Okay. I wanna I wanna share some of the things that um 
people are saying. I posted that um, I asked if anybody has with their significant other openly identified with the 20% is. And is there any way they were tempted to feed that? Like, do you look at your relationship and say, you know what, 80% of my relationship is amazing, but these few things over here bother me like, hell, hey, I want you to work on these. So do you go for the 100% or do you say, okay, well, because I have so much going that's great with this relationship, I'm not willing to stress it over these 20% things. Do you go in and just kind of become the fixer of those in, in your own way that, that you don't allow them to bother you. Not necessarily let well, folks on making my project, but do you say, you know what, I hate that this person leaves their socks right here. And so every day I'm just going to walk in and throw these socks in this basket and I'm going to keep it moving. Or do you say every day we have to work on this project or you pick these socks up? Is it worth it when you got somebody that does 80% of everything you want? So I was reading the comments, and I was surprised to see um, D.B. said, yes, you know, he, he, they openly identify it, and you attempt to feed it. You try to figure it out, how to make it better, how to make that 20% less. Um, Abdul said that, yes, they have. Basically, they evaluate their marriage and then make adjustments. Um and then Delia said that, yes, um, some things I know that I must learn to live with, the ones that truly bother me, I've made him aware of. He has done the same. Do I feed into it? Mostly I try to alter. So I just feel um, some things are just too heavily embedded in me to actually change. That's a deal breaker when they're heavily embedded in the people that they cannot change them, does that mean I don't want you anymore? Because you can't change those things and they annoy me and so we can't be together. How much disharmony do you want in your relationship? Hmm. I mean, that is the rhetorical question that most people would need to ask. How much disharmony do you want in your relationship? Because if you're focusing so much on the little nagging things, then, again, it goes back to accentuating the negative. If you accentuate, if you're constantly accentuating the negative and constantly putting the microscope on the negative, then you forget the positive that has been done to the point where they stop doing the positive because they're worried about when you're going to focus on the negative. Hmm. So, again, how much disharmony do you want in your relationship? Is it worth the disharmony in order to get what you want in terms of having those little nagging things no longer be little nagging things? I wanted to know also how many people agree with that, you know, basically what you're saying, the the harmony issue, like the 80-20, how many people and so I've gotten a look through that. Uh, Ebony Oliver said, she thinks the whole theory is bullshit. You can have it your way. You can have a 100% relationship. Uh, Sherry Johnson said, in some, it's 80-20, but in her marriage, it's 95-5. And that 5% um, 
is the only thing that he could see in someone else is just basic stuff. So um, she was very comfortable. Uh, Latanya Gary says, uh, hell no, I don't believe in it. If you have standards and expectations, you will end up with the one who respects it. But I will say some people have to learn the hard way. The grass is not always green on the other side. Majority of the time, the grass is dead and the water bill is higher. And William Page said he absolutely believes it. You never get everything you want. No one is perfect. And then uh, Leanne writes that I believe that it changes moment to moment. It is entirely possible to get 100% of what you want. Our need at certain times, and ninety percent, ninety ninety. I'm sorry, ninety and five percent. I think others. I think it varies. So. And again, hmm. again, it still boils down to you can quantify all you want. I mean, Todd, like I said, it, that that particular gentleman decided he wanted to come up and make it a punchline. Okay, cool. I got no problem with that. But if you continue to try and quantify and try to balance the scales, you're going to wonder exactly what happened when mm-hmm. that person jumped up, when that person just woke up one day and said, I want a divorce or I want to break up. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the fact that um, it's important for people to communicate. Uh, you know, because it, it here's the world without us sitting down going 80 to 20. Here's the world without that. It's us in this relationship. we good in the beginning. Like you said, our representatives kick it. We, we love everything about each other. There's nothing bad. We kick it. We spend a night just power. We love it. Leo toothbrush, Leo draws. It's beautiful. And then one day I wake up and, damn, do you ever change your toothbrush? How long that same toothbrush been here? Are those the same jobs that you always leave over here? I mean, it, it turns into something else, and we don't communicate. And really what it is is we spend too much time together, and we've been so into each other that I haven't seen any time with my girlfriends, but you haven't seen any time with the boys, and so we're smothering each other. But it, t- doesn't, it doesn't come out that way. Why? Because we don't communicate. Because I didn't sit down and say these are our problems. So our 100 is no more 100, and now I'm focusing on things that don't really matter. Not a great deal, but they have become so grand because we just sit down and communicate. I haven't said, hey, I don't want to go kick you with the boys this weekend or the girls this weekend. You haven't said, hey, how about you go to your own house this weekend? I mean, the communication. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looks like question. when you don't spend time and say, well, 80% of everything you do I love, stuff you do I don't like. You know, that conversation, honestly, doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. No, it never does. That's the reason why, right. that's the reason why they're trying to quantify, trying to quantify mm-hmm. as far as percentages is concerned. Like I said, it's a nice little punchline. But you're yeah. not going to you're not going to achieve total perfection. It's just impossible to do. So instead yeah. of trying to sit here, instead of trying to sit here and say, okay, well, you know, all of my needs are being met, 
okay, all of your needs may be may may be may be being met for a specific amount of time, but eventually someone's going to fall short. It's the human condition. Mhm. Yeah. Ron, you got quiet on us. Well, I mean, I'm, let's just turn it around for a second. Do you give your partner everything they need? I'm saying, are you 100% perfect? So if you're not, mm-hmm. how could you possibly ask out of your partner? Exactly. Mhm. Mhm. I definitely appreciate it, and I think that doesn't happen enough. Well, it's that it's it's the it's the self reflection, and that's what that's really where Ron's coming from with that. Is that it's the self reflection. It's being able to actually have your own gut check, your own mirror, your own man in the mirror, your own come to Jesus meeting, and say, okay, have I have I really in my and while I'm sitting here expecting everything of everyone else, what have I been doing? So, so here I want to introduce this perspective, <clears throat> and it was because of something, some of the comments that I've been reading um, while we've been online, I mean, on the air. And so I want to introduce her a question that in the acceptance of this 80%, does that have any connection to a self-esteem level? Do you, do you think that there is a question about how much you feel um, about yourself accepting certain standards. For example, let's take the woman that um, the, the the couple they're in a relationship, been been together for a while, married or whatever, been together for a while. Uh, life has happened, you know. We had babies, we gained weight, we lost weight, we lost hair, we we gained hair, whatever. We've changed, and one of them sees something that is a dime piece or he is the sexiest piece. Definitely compared to what I have at home because we had got real comfortable and we didn't keep things 100 as far as physically. Um, and so things happen, one of them cheats, and they come back to the relationship and realize, you know what, we got so much together, let's work it out. And the other party, whether it's the man or the woman, they they say, okay, well, let's work it out because it should happen. But here's stipulations so that this doesn't happen again. Does that cause a question, that person's um, self-esteem, in order to say, you know what, that happened, I know that person was maybe more in shape than I was or that person was taller than me. You know, so I accept the fact that you did that looking for something different and you realize that I'm what you wanted. So it's okay, it's always done, but let's not do it again. So that's calling to question that person's self-esteem, do you think? I mean, I would, personally, you know, I would, it, 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 it sounds like you making the argument for this whole um, polygamy thing. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm loving you. I mean, it's, 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 it's just you're just making my point for me. So, I mean, I, I appreciate you. I was going to say that earlier because you put a period on the sentence, but now you just put an exclamation point. So, it's like it's even better. Um, but, I mean, you know what? I'm going to defer to the professor. I'm going to defer to the professor and let him, you know, elaborate on this because he's been doing such a great job all evening. Well, I mean... The way I look at it is, you know, when I guess as far as that particular scenario is concerned, um, you know, you, you, you put yourself in a position of uh, 
you, you put yourself in a hypocritical position, I, I guess you would say. Um, you, you've, you've already admitted, technically speaking, that you've, you've let yourself go, which is what, you know, what everyone will tend to do if they've been in a relationship long enough. Um, not necessarily mm. that they're doing it consciously, but, you know, there's, there's still that, there's that, that uh, mythical relationship spread, if you want to say. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you, you kind of take for granted that another person may find your mate attractive. So you kind of do you, you kind of don't do anything anymore, uh, as far as that is. So when so when someone who obviously is more physically attractive than what you were, all of a sudden has the attention of your mate. You know, do you do you really put yourself in a position where you get upset about it, or as I said before, you take self reflection and come to Jesus and go, guess what? Maybe I might not have been as on point as I should have been. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a matter of a self-esteem issue. It's just a simple matter of comfort. When you hit your comfort zone and you realize that you've done everything that you are supposed to do, technically speaking, um, it's, you know, but at the same time, you still, you still have to go by the same rule. The things that you did to get that person are the same things that you're going to have to do to keep that person. And the minute you stop doing it, is when you find yourself in trouble. <clears throat> I want to hear Ron with his um, mm, Ron self. Go ahead, Ron. Say something stupid. I mean, something. Well, no, I, I, I would just listen to the last line that she just said, and you can take out person and put any word in it. The, 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 the same thing you did to get that job, you got to do to keep that job. Same thing you did mm-hmm. to get that to that position in, in, in your club, you got to do to stay there. So, I mean, that, that, that one of the universal things that is like, hello, how, how don't you see this? <laughs> like, yeah, it, 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 it don't just work there. It work on that side of the street, too. You know that, right? That, but so, I mean, so when you, like, as opposed to personally, I don't, I don't need to know. <laughs> because at that point, when you tell me, uh, I did such and such, I shouldn't have did it, I did it for these reasons, and those reasons can pop up in other parts of my life. How am I not supposed to think that? You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to just remove this from my head? Now, it's not going to make me uh, paralyzed, but you're going to think about it. So, so as opposed to, you know, that's one of them things. It's like, as, a, as opposed to being so blatantly honest, maybe you can just hedge your person towards the answer. Why don't we work out together? You know, you know what I mean? Something like that, and, and, and try to be proactive in the thing. But if you setting yourself that up, that little nudge, huh? What was that? I said that little nudge, huh? Yeah, give him a little nudge. Give him a little nudge. Some incentive. Mhm. And I guess you know, if you do that right, you get a result, and it helps. Because cause anything like that, any anything you go through as a couple builds. Your connection, you know, just another level, another layer to it. So it could even yeah. turn out being better. And that's pretty hmm. much the that's pretty much the deal. Either way, I mean, he, what he's suggesting is nothing more than you know the couple that plays together stays together. Right. I must say, you know, it's now, funny. 
I, I just wanted him for a magazine, a psychology. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Wait a minute. I got to say something. <laughs> Gee. So Val wanted to make sure that it was heard when I gave the whole uh, example about the toothbrush and the drawers. And she mm-hmm. said, if you go into a relationship, honest and true, and you and your partner, then with you and your partner, then the little things should not matter. You're keeping the group of loving each other, and if the damn toothbrush needs changing, hell, change it. So, she's right. There you go. That's how you say it. That's kind of what Ron was saying. I, I hate to to do that to, to you, Val, but it's very similar to what Ron was saying about, you know, let's go work out together. So. And why are you so upset to do that to that? Why did I wait? What's wrong with me and I having the same viewpoint? I don't think anybody aspires to agree with you. Yeah, so, so so as I was trying to, you know, say before you just chop my, my, my toes off. Got me looking like Chicken George over here. Um I, I I went and picked up a magazine, Psychology Today, and on the cover it's talking about how do you have these hard conversations. And, you can read. And, yeah, yeah. I, well, I got no reason to lie to you. It's a big elephant on the cover. Um and it's basically <laughs> you, you just gotta do it. You know what I mean? It, 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 we so much, so much punks. <laughs> you scared of what somebody go think or what somebody go say or what might kind of sort of happen if you do this. Just go ahead and do it. Yep. Oh, I didn't cuss. I was supposed to cuss. I'm sorry, Val. She said, I'm sorry. I messed up. I didn't quote her correctly. She said, fucking change it. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. If you don't say the whole quote, say the whole damn thing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Because you know she's going to get notice. on the air and she's going to rip you for it, so you might want to be careful. Right, right. And notice that nobody even took what uh, Ron said and ran with it at all. It's like Ron said what he said, and nobody, no comment. It was cricket. Here we go. It was cricket. Ticket, they comment directly to me. That's what it is. You just don't see them. They, they bypass you. I get the comments directly. Oh, is that what that is? You ain't know? You should share some of those direct comments so you wouldn't look so I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. They, they mean so much to me, I can't share them. It would be like whoring them out. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, looks like you might speak <laughs> on the line. I don't want to keep her waiting because she probably oh, actually has some fans that actually talk to her. Hi, Mom. Good evening. How's everybody How's doing? How are you, Charlie? Good evening. I'm, I'm good. And I heard you, Mr. Shakira, say, uh, oh, Lord. I, I was just listening tonight. I had the same word. I was just listening. I was being on my behavior, good behavior. I was just listening because I'm currently reading a book that kind of touches on the 80-20 rule and 
being in loveless marriages. And so just listening. I got you. Oh. Okay. Hey. Yeah. And the book just kind of had me in my feelings a little bit because <laughs> you see it happening where this man and this woman have been together forever and all of a sudden some, it's just not right and they're not communicating with each other anymore. And that's what it boils down to. And he's still doing everything that he thought was right and still trying to be the husband and she's pushing herself away for whatever reason. So you can still give somebody 80% and the full of everything that you've always given them and they not appreciate it. Well, that's so, pathetic. How is that? Did you say that's being pathetic? No, I didn't say pathetic. I said static. Oh. oh. When okay. you're static, when you when, <laughs> Whenever, whenever you, whenever you fail to evolve and you remain static, yeah, you're gonna think that the thing, the same old things you've been doing are the same old things that are gonna work. That's mm-hmm. how businesses go out. That's how that's how companies go out of business. Yeah, gotta stay relevant. You know, you've got to be able to evolve. Got to be, you got to be willing to evolve. You got to be willing to learn new things. You know, you got to be able to at least change the program a little bit, you know, because, it, yeah, you, yeah what you did. Check this one out. Why or find somebody, somebody just as, find somebody just as rigid as you are stuck in that time frame. That's the only other alternative. Yeah, but then that makes you leave the the existing relationship where it's not working. Mm-hmm. No, what I'm saying is when you can either get into a relationship with somebody who's willing to grow with you and change, or y'all can agree with this or is not we change for the rest of our life, and we not we just going to stay like this. Right. Okay. We're just going to stay just like this. Check, check this out. Check this out. Because I want to get this before um, Shakira leaves us. So this guy's on the post, and we're talking about, you know, 80-20 rule, whatever, whatever. And he was saying that, and now this is how I read it, and I might have misinterpreted it, but, you know, that happened. said um, he didn't leave the 80, but dipped off with the 20. The 20 seemed like 100, but in the end, it was less than 20. And so, you know, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. He was like, sorry for my situation? And I was like, yeah, that's a hard lesson. You know, you gave up 80 and you didn't get 20, you know. He was like, oh, it's the younger, younger days. It wasn't a hard lesson. I kept the 80. No harm, no foul. And I was like, hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, okay, let's see. Then he said, um, when I was in the relationship, I got my 20% on Facebook. Social media is the new 20%. I was like, damn. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah. So now I've got to throw this out here to y'all. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, that's kind of got me still going. Thank y'all. Not that hard to concept. I mean, the 20% that, you're, that he's referring to on Facebook is nothing more than an office spouse that you deal with on a daily basis. And is that an infringement? Is that? No, it's not, it's not infringement. It's the simple concept it's that you cannot, you cannot 
No, it's the simple concept that you cannot be the alpha and omega of someone's universe. You can try, but it's not something that you can do on a, main, on a regular basis. It's just a matter of what, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you get to a point where you have to understand your limitations, both as a human being and as a human being in a relationship. Okay, you're but not here, here's gonna, the question you're not that Mm-hmm. Here's a question that that raises: Are you entitled in a relationship? Are you entitled to feel twenty percent needs? Are you entitled to that? If, if you're feeling those twenty percent needs, allows you to go outside of what you have because they're not going to be provided. Are you entitled? Is there some kind of right, or, or do you not have to suffer some sacrifice in a relationship? Let me ask this question while we're while, in, in, in response to that question. Um, do you have a best friend? Mm-hmm. If you have a best friend, that best friend could very well be fulfilling a lot of the 20% that you're referring to. Not all 20% has to involve infidelity. Not all 20% okay. has to involve flirting or flirtations or anything along those lines. Again, it goes back to you can't. You, once you've accepted that you are not the alpha and omega of another person's universe, it makes things a whole lot easier when it comes to the outside influences that they need in order to be able to deal with. Then we just had this conversation not 15 minutes ago about okay, we've had we've been around each other, we've been around each other, we've been around each other. Okay, now go hang out with your girls for a little bit. That's your 20 percent. Okay. Is there something wrong? Are you entitled to go out with your girls? Mm, yeah, of course. I mean, I would be. I mean, I mean, not not from a possessive perspective. Let's let's keep the possession out of it, as I said before. If you go out with your girls, you're fulfilling that twenty percent that you might need within your relationship because you may need some you may need some air from your spouse. You may need some air from your your girlfriend or your boyfriend. There's nothing entirely wrong. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. You have to realize what is positive 20% that is separate from the 80 that you're supposedly getting and what is negative 20% as opposed to you're, 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 te- you're using this person to fulfill some of the shit. Like, for instance, there's, there's, there's the one, there, there's, the, <laughs> there's the joke out there that you have your shopping boyfriend, the one that wants to go shopping with you, the one that wants to go and hang out in stores and watch you try on dresses and shit like that. Your main boyfriend may not want to do that. I know I don't. <laughs> I have no, I have zero interest. When we go to the mall, my son and I go in one direction, my daughter and my wife go in another because we already know what they finna go do, and we ain't got no parts of it. Now, when he gets a girlfriend, he may be a little different, because he's thinking, okay, if I do this, I'm going to get this. Hence the reason why you see a lot of boyfriends going with their girlfriends to Victoria's Secret, or going to three, four, you know, a 579 store, or going, to, uh, going to, to, to BB or Coach, or whatever the case may be, because they're trying to get something positive out of the negative situation that they're dealing with. 
Mm-hmm. But after a while, they decide that they don't want to do that anymore. So they might be okay with her going with a homegirl to the store. Or, you know, they might be okay with, you know, a, a, a cousin going or, or something along those lines. You got to figure out which one, what part of that 20% do you feel is negative and poisonous to your relationship and what part of that 20% is really enhancing and benefiting you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I'm giving you. I mean, I got used to talking some of that because I that whole negative and positive. I like that whole concept. Um, that's definitely a way that needs to to be with that. And when you're talking about fulfilling that twenty, it doesn't necessarily have to mean in in a way you don't need to do it, or that would hurt the relationship. That's true. Um, yeah, I can do that. And on that note, I. I need to go ahead and check because it's that time. All right. I'm going to let you go ahead and check, and I'm going to go ahead and bring this up because this kind of segues into some dumb shit that mom might say. Uh, <laughs> you go. Have a good yeah. All right, bro. Be good. All right. And I was just, I was just listening or reading Abdul's comment he posted on my page. Oh, bitch. And I used to just think Abdul was so cool until I read this shit on my page. Abdul says, mm-hmm. the next president of the United States should sign a law that allows people to have as many husbands and wives as they can afford. Cody Brown can do it. Why not the rest of us? That would redefine that eighty twenty. And if he laughs. Oh gosh. I can't. I mean that man moment, I, I, I mean that man is just brilliant. He's brilliant. I mean I, I campaign oh. on more 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 spouses. Absolutely. That's his campaign slogan. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. I'm doing know what he's talking about. Oh my god. Yeah, and so in that very moment, with that very comment, I thought, yeah, he's not as cool as I thought because he sounds a lot like Ron. The the issue that I would have is how how can you let the government mandate what is affording a wife? And that's what I think will be interesting because I bet that there will be a taxation per wife. They'd be like, whoa, 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 wait, excuse me, I got to take on another wife and get extra tax? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get taxed for more people. Like, you can get taxed. Right. Like, you filing taxes and they're going to get well, because you because you've got three income. Huh? That's another dependent. And that's not and, a dependent. If she's working, you can't claim her as a dependent. Right. She can't. Yeah. And so then, then why do I have to afford her? She can't afford herself. No. Y'all live in the same household. There's got to be a penalty for your non traditional lifestyle. I mean, you got to work you this cannot, out. You cannot. Yeah. This, yeah. They, they're not going to allow you to, to benefit from this. 
in a way that I mean, the normal traditional traditional Christian value of America, what it is built on, does mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. allow you to benefit. Well, over first of all, first of all, normal traditional that, American. That Okay, stop that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that damn my country just be. Okay, that, that what? right there. Okay. I'm just saying, you. No, you say nothing if you say wayward, that. You with your wayward understanding of relationships should never be able to, at any point, become more lucrative and prosper in any financial way above and beyond those traditional, hard-nosed, steadfast patriots of what this country was founded on. Why would you be able to do that? Get yourself together. I'm going to paraphrase my man Cat Williams when when he he said that, you know, lesbians shouldn't even pay taxes. She's already taking care of two vaginas. So I'm going to say, how the hell I'm taking care of two vaginas and you taxing me extra? I don't understand that. Well, because you're getting the benefit of two vaginas. So you should right, have the responsibility of caring for those two vaginas. Right, but it's two women that are attached to those, which is uh, a virgin. Which you get to have the possession of because it is a law that allows you whoa. to own them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's We're talking what a whole number of talk now. He said sign a law that allows people. That's a law that's signed that says you can own them. You can own another wife if you want to. That okay, so instead of me, totally so instead of me. Than saying multiple marriages or, you know, making bigotry illegal or whatever. That's not what that says. Okay, so instead of me being the one who brings up the fuckery, it's going to be you. Is that, is that how we're doing I'm this reading. evening? Hopefully, I'm reading. So, really, honestly, you created the fuckery. You created the fuckery by being the polygamy specialist and making Abdul feel very comfortable posting polygamy bullshit on my page. So, it's really you. Okay, sure, I'll take that. Sure, it's my fault. Great, wonderful. It sure is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Own your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you I'm at my desk at work. I have a sign. It's me. I'm sorry. It's my fault. All of it. That's it's a great easy. sign. Just take the blame. Just take the blame. Did it's your, my fault. No doubt. Did Did your grandma, or your mom, give you that sign? Because that's a great sign. No. That's probably the story of your life. No, I actually made it up because I work around a bunch of dingleberry heifers. So it's, it's, Not, it's easier. Oh, wait a minute. Why did it got to be all well, he said he uh, worked with a bunch of dingleberry, dingleberry heifers. heifers. So he, walk, yeah. and he worked with a whole bunch of dumb cows. So you you must must be in a private like janitorial closet right now saying these things. Because no, if they I'm heard not you, if I they heard they you say that, that, they would probably they probably try to figure out what he's laughing at on Thursday mornings when we were harassing him. And making jokes. <laughs> you know uh, what? Listen, I was going to ask the question, but you answered it. With it's my you. Really you are the person. So they know about the fuckery. You are the person that I was going to ask my question about, like when we kind of got a little sidebar. Because I was going to ask you, have you ever imagined yourself 
beating someone you work with just in the face repeatedly until they were unconscious. I mean, imagine, you know, it's not really happening. And But that person is probably wrong. Like, everybody probably imagines beating him in the face until he's unconscious. Can't you see that? Can't you see that, Imaj? She doesn't want to answer the question. She, 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 she doesn't want to. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't answer that question. Yeah, I can see that. You know, for every man that, that has ever crossed me, for every man that said something stupid on a date, for I mean, I could just see them, like, walking by, taking times, clocking them upside the head, you know? Your turn, sister, tag team, boom, next, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, that's who I see. That's what I see. I would be in that line, too. <laughs> I don't know, because I have some some coworkers that make me want to um, become a mute, I mean, a deaf and mute at the same time, because I don't want them to talk to me. I don't want them to ask me any questions. Um, I don't know if Ron is that person, because these people yeah, are yeah. annoying. Like, literally, like, we since I work from home now, we have... I am, where we can all talk to each other. And mine is always on invisible because I don't want nobody to know I'm working. You're hiding from the wrong. That's what it is. And I, if we only could, two of my coworkers know that I'm working. Only two. If, if we and could have this show and not have a Ron, and not lose some of our make, people that like Ron him. Makes portions of the show. Don't say that. Right. We that's need what I'm saying. There are some people that actually like him that I don't want to lose. There's certain people that post things on people's page and share their thoughts on other people's pages specifically because of Ron. And I would yeah, never so want to lose so those individuals. Talk about it. All right, all right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. See, see, no, 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 we're going to the left. I was just creating an example. No, 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 no. That was just an example. I would never discuss that on the air. And of we're course, we know what it is that we know what it is that we're ta- discussing. But we're going in any regard. Ron, are you is something troubling you? You want to get this off your chest? Sit down, Ron. All right. So, so as I was saying before, if if you would have to worry about eighty twenty, if you had three wives, you would just have you know. Oh, you're talking that bull. That's bull. I I think you know, and and being that you know, I also know somebody kind of dealing with that as well. Like, what happens when you finally realize that you married the twenty, and the eighty is stuck in the friend zone? What happens then? If you ever married the twenty, you must have needed a green card. <laughs> you must. Work. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, like, what you, you doing know, when like, they, like, okay, so let's say the 20 puts itself out there like, oh, I am the 80 or the 100. I'm everything that you need. And they get you and they pull you in and then all of a sudden you realize, damn it, I married the 20. It happens. I think that's what happens to the people that date Ron. Don't you think so? They're like, damn, you know, from over there, he looks like an 80. And then right up close here, got me a 20. I mean, I, this is just, I'm just speculating. 
I'm like that. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to. I'm yeah. not going to I wasn't. That's just an example. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't know, but this is just an example could possibly happen, right? It's, it's me. Possible. You know, we would have to know some of Ron's previous relationships. Hey, See, hey, that's why, you know, that's why the I next don't time date, you get I just a walk tag, in the box. That, <laughs> The next time you get a tag, Imaj, you should ask that. Like, hey, has he ever been a 80? You know what? They're going to get an inbox. No, I, no we don't know off. what. We I'm don't know what. We don't know who. And we really don't know why. That's what we really don't know why. Yeah, like, we don't I know have, who. We I don't know I what. I think that why. Ron knows exactly why. And I, had, I think it has something to do with his park walker um, jiggling in somebody else's car. <laughs> and so now when they want to go walking, they tag him and everybody that he could probably be around so they can go ahead and get in that Are you with park me in the phone, Ron? Walking I'm trying to Oh my god, you that dingleberry jiggling in somebody else's talk. <laughs> 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 Although you yeah, almost had a heart attack. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I swear for God, y'all are the craziest two women. Okay, I'm about to put your happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got issues. Oh, man. Whew. That was funny. Yeah, but anyway, um, so, yeah, so when we talk about the 70-30 rule, <laughs> Why did it say that was crazy in 70-30? Oh, you know that when we <laughs> brought that up, the numbers changed. And she could change hers to 95-5. I could change mine, whatever numbers I want to change mine. She was a 95? She was a 95-5? That relationship, the one that we're talking about, 95-5? All right. Now, you, you know you know damn well I'm referencing <laughs> oh, the earlier lady who left her comment about her. I mean, you know damn right that's what I'm talking about. But, no, you're still trying to be ignorant. No, because I want to understand. Because I want to know how I became the one for this relationship. Would you like me to just... Shut up. I'm done. How about I just shut up? But I just shut up. <laughs> no, because I've been like I mean, I want this person to listen to you talk because I think that's what they like. They like to listen to you talk. They they try to get to you through us. Um, All right, number one, number one, number one. See, this is what number two, Jim number was two, saying about two. being an alpha and omega. Section number three, number three, number Why three. Why would the person, <laughs> yeah, <I> joke. <laughs> number four, number four, number four. Might as well keep going. Right? <laughs> See, I joke. This shit ain't funny. Oh, Y'all playing with my emotions. Going to shit. Okay, go ahead. Why would why would you think why would you possibly think that they need you 
to get in contact with me. How you know they don't have other avenues in which to contact me? See, there you go trying to put uh-huh. yourself in the middle of something for no reason. I just think, I think that, I think, you know, mm. it's sometimes like that whole fisherman that doesn't want to spend a lot of time. So instead of putting that worm on the hook, kind of takes the boat out and casts the net and tries to catch a whole bunch of shit at once. I think that it's like, hey, I don't know which I'm one gonna is gonna answer. So I'm gonna need you to get better metaphors. I'm gonna really need you to get all the metaphors. I'm gonna really need you to get the metaphors. I'm gonna need the bit where he is. So let me put it out everywhere. Let me spread mm-hmm. all my shit all across the park. And wherever he's walking. You still got 13 minutes left? Lord have mercy. <laughs> That's so awesome. You trying to make this quick tonight? You want to get, I mean, I don't understand. He's got to get I'm back just... to his tagging. He got to get back to his 955. Um, <laughs> See, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking what? about. We're, oh, just, no. we're just trying to make some connections here. We want to be in the loop. We don't know what kind of knot you two have tied. We want to know. You don't mm. like to tell. I need to understand why you're not quite. Um, because we found you another one. Knowing on the. Okay, I mean, see, you start off a sentence that says, I need to, I need to, need to know a goddamn thing. All right, that's, that's what we want. <laughs> so you start off a sentence. We found you a woman that is all like, ooh. And so she's like, yeah, send him on over. And you're like, uh, I don't want to. I want to go. I don't want to go. We want to. Right. And we need to understand why you won't go because she's willing to provide and do all this awesomeness for you. So I need to understand why you don't want it. I don't why know don't what you you're want talking it, about. about. I've been watching I've been watching Imaj try to hook you up on Twitter, on um, Facebook. She's been inboxing you about certain people and you're just like not receptive. And it sounds like a man who's getting his thirst quenched at another whale. How was that? How was that? Was that good? Was that good? Yeah, was my good? Oh my thirst. That was good. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Wait, yeah. wait. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know okay. what the insinuation was by the other well comment. Whoa, whoa, I'm confused. Whoa, whoa, I whoa, need whoa, some whoa, clarification. Pineapple. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Food salad. That's It's a whole other week and he's still talking about salads. I didn't even bring mm. salads up. He immediately referred tonight. Salad and drinking beer. Exactly. He couldn't wait, and he specified that it was a fruity salad. Did you hear that? It's like telling us, hey, back off. I don't want that chick because I don't want a chick. You know what I mean? I want something fruity. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I mean, that's because you can, it's open to interpretation. So he's like, I want to toss the salad of a fruit. And so let, me ask you a question. let me ask you a serious question. If I say, Lord, forgive me because I'm about to sin, is that the same as Lord, forgive me for I've just been? <laughs> Lord, I'm about to say some shit. So I, I just no, want to work for me. You the Lord that you're about to sin and then to say, oh, I need you to forgive me after I sin. Who does that? <laughs> And then if you do sin and you repent for it, you're not supposed to do it again. 
No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fruit, fruit salad. Call her. All right. Lord Please forgive me. Before you do this, think about think about it. Before you do this, think about how this might affect your chances. Being a being a woman hater really does affect how the fruit salad connects with you. A lot of the food salads feel whipped like they're women. So if you go ahead and do so, this thing that you're trying to so do. So let me just get this straight. Let me just get this straight. I, I, I just want uh-uh. to see if I'm, you know, judging this accurately. I I said food salad in response to pineapples. Elaborate. I'm, I'm trying to trying to say that I'm, you know, all kind of fruits <laughs> in, in, in the bowl, not just pineapples. But this woman right. was on here kind of for the last food. 18 weeks. For the last 18 weeks, she's been at a salad and a beverage every goddamn Wednesday, whether it's been with a pizza, whether it's been with any goddamn thing. And you wanted to get me a salad person. Am I understanding this accurately? Wait a minute, Ron. I like salad. I don't like See, tossed salad. Jump on that one. That's, come on, that's a sound bite. That's a sound bite right there. Jump on it. Jump on it. <laughs> I, I don't like tossed salad. Um, but I, I need to understand. Oh, come on. Where, 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 where's the sound effects? Where's the sound effects? Where's the what? Where's the buttons you be pushing? Oh. Ding, 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 ding. What's all that? Oh. Ding. Now you're quiet. Now you're quiet. Bullshit. Oh, Bullshit. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. It is okay I'm done. if you... I'm done. Um, I don't want to make anybody feel any kind of way. Um, I really said, appreciate... She said, I'm having a salad and a beer tonight. You ain't said a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> That's what yeah, I, I had last week. I don't even have that. I haven't had anything. I had um, chicken. Rhyme. Rhyme. Yeah, I'm listening. Yes, yes. Let me first apologize for putting your salad tossing business out on on the air. No, no, see, see, but that's not but that's because not doing nothing better. Salad. You didn't make nothing better with that comment right there. Nothing. I apologize. Not one thing got better. No, 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 I no. Apologize. No. You know what that's saying? You know what that's saying? That's like saying, I say, you know what? I am so glad that you moved down the block for me because your breath was so bad in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm saying to you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad oh. we're on the same page. Ron, let me ask you something. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back on topic. I'm not going to be mean. Okay. Lost the gift on the sense. I'm going back to topic. How many times have you or have you ever experienced um, the 20%? Like, have you ever compromised your 80 for your 20 personally? Because I know you've got 1,500 women in your life. I know you've had, like, 1,500 women in your life, so. Come on, stop it. 1,500? Okay, 1,499. 
you're playing with me. That was when Columbus was on his way. I'm back not playing with you. I'm right. not playing with you. I'm not playing with you. Anyway. Do not get do not get me tagged. I I'm not playing with it. I'm not playing in the park, please. I'm not. See, see, my she just can't let it go, can she? You see, the average listener wouldn't have caught that. But, you know, I know there was a lot of them out there that caught that. See, she just won't let it go. I know that. Okay. I'm not so holding it. You're still, making me beat up. I'm not holding it. I'm, I'm not playing, playing with it. Back on the track. So, have you ever compromised your 80 for your 20, Ron? Um, compromise? I, when you say compromise, that gives me the connotation <laughs> that, nah, I didn't have the 80 no more. Now, if have I ever said I'm gonna put the eighty on the side burner and go dabble with the twenty and come back to the eighty? Yes, but it's never been a case where I've said eighty, you can leave now. This twenty over here looks better than you. I'm, that has never happened. So how do you do that? How does a man put the eighty on the side and go do a little twenty and come back to the eighty? How do you do that? What do you tell the eighty? The same way a woman does. No, but I need to you what tell that, the what the twenty offering. I need. To, I got questions. Wait, I want to know what the hell you say to the eighty, because I'm her. I'm the eighty. What do you say to make me go? Okay, you can go play. Yes, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna knit you. I'm gonna knit you a scarf for the winter time, and I'll be right here. What the hell? Who does that? I mean, so, I mean, come you. on. Let's stop. Let's stop. I mean, everybody on, knows. Me. You ever had a day where you said, "Yo, I'm just gonna do me today," and you cut off yourself from the whole world? All right, it works that same way. He said, I'm going to do uh, whoever today, and, and, and Sharon, Cheryl, whatever the damn that's the name. And you just uh, So I what, mean, it Cheryl? It's a million different ways. It's, you, you are the goddamn worst. I swear. <laughs> he was about to get I swear to, I swear to God. I, I was about to say it. I swear to God. <laughs> but, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. You did. I was just, I was just enunciating. Uh, I mean, okay, I mean, come on. That's, I mean, that's a silly question. I mean, how many? That ways? is not a silly question. If you're my boo and we're booed up, and I'm your eighty and we're kicking it tight, I can't even imagine how the hell you get to go twenty on me. Like, no, you're my man. You don't get to go twenty. Fuck that shit. You're right here. We're doing this. So I'm just wondering I mean, how you press pause and, and what is that twenty that twenty over there. All right. Perfect example. Perfect example. You're not gonna tell me it's a bicycle or some shit. That's twenty. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. Is a person? No, it's a female. No, I got you. I, I'm gonna give you okay. a specific example. Um, give it to me. I used to work downtown. So when I was working downtown at lunchtime, we'd go to the bar. We'd have a couple of drinks. We'd play pool, right? Um. Is at the time the woman who I was involved with could care less about the game of pool. So I want to get my pool jones in sometimes. Like, you know, like, you know it's relaxing. So I can't do that with you. And I'm not going to go out after work and do that. And so I fit it in during the day. And now I just have to, you know, oh, you want to come too? Come on, we can go. So. It just happens. So now you spend a lunchtime. You spend a lunchtime. You spend a lunchtime. That's not going out your way, but that's still incorporating that that twenty in there when 
the 80s not around, when the 80s not accessible, when the 80s doesn't care about doing what's in that 20. We come so from the standpoint so that, that, that the 80s always want to do it. Sometimes the 80s don't want to do that 20. So you said... So you saying that twenty is not necessarily physical; it's just the time. It's not like it's sexual. Maybe I could say physical. It's it's not sexual. It's just and the fact you know. that somebody thinks that twenty percent is sexual. I mean, how how big of fucking sex hogs do we have to be? Because you know you're having some kind of sex with the eighty. You also wouldn't be eighty. You know what I mean? So then you say all twenty percent of that is sex. But also, what you we, we like relationships is like fifty percent sexual. Like, come on, get out of here. We putting too much on this whole, you know what I'm saying, sex thing. So Yeah, you know why people think that though? Because usually when you're in that relationship and that twenty percent is a cheat and not part of a pool game, that's what it ends up that's what he said. It was just six. She didn't mean anything. Okay. It may end up it's something physical. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody who you can share something with, you get a certain level of comfortableness, comfortability with them. And, 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 and okay, you, you move on to the next round. You get comfortable there, too. Okay, so now we're we doing this together. We're doing that together. We might as well do that, too, mama. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I get that concept. But it ain't. It don't start there. It, it, that, 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 that ain't the end or be Excuse me. It may start there for some people. I don't know. Can't see for everybody, but it's bigger than just you know a pokey poke. It's more of a that's a security yeah. yeah, no, it's bigger and than a poke or walk through a park. You know how you were saying earlier, you have a best friend. You don't necessarily have a sex with your best friend. You're getting off that, you know, that extra stuff you got to get off. So it's, it's bigger than a nut. A, a nut? Oh, it got worse. I thought pokey poke was bad, but then it went to the nut. Okay. Thank you. Um, I don't know what else to say to you, but... I, I, I actually don't need to say anything else because you may start talking about tags and all kind of things. I would never so, talk about tags again. Why don't we let him mind? For fear, for fear that I might get beat up <laughs> on some dark parking lot. I, no, 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 no. I'm done tagging. Don't tag me in no other stuff. You got to tell them I before I tell them. But I just, I you know think y'all are the worst, that, right? You know that, right? I think that... How are we the worst? <laughs> because you, 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 you're having such pleasure in, in, in this line of questioning and talking of, of, of discussion. You're having so much pleasure for no damn reason. Why? <laughs> I told you I need to understand. What's the situation? You need to understand nothing. It's not understandable. Why? It's not understandable. I was just saying, Ron, that's a good way for us to just kind of end the show. Um, Leave it at that, Ron. Um, These tags have been brought to you by, no, 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 I would never do that. Um, I, 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 oh, yeah. oh, 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 o
thumbs up. Come on. This is what I'm talking and, about. And by the letter S for S. Nas another story. <laughs> okay, moving on. It's been a real, been a pleasure. We thank you for hanging out with us. We thank you. Huh? Um, hey, you're interrupting my closing. I'm trying to close you. Is that it? Yes, ma'am. Anything any more? Blood, blood. Anything else? You done? Bodily functions are over anymore. That's funny. Somebody sounds like somebody's walking in the park already by themselves. All right, mm. so thank you for hanging out with us this Wednesday night, and I believe we have a guest. So yeah, join us. Good night, everybody. Good night, Ron. You gonna say good night? Good night.